My father was a wandering Aramean. He went down to Egypt with meager numbers and sojourned there. But there he became a great and populous nation. The Egyptians dealt harshly with us and oppressed us. They imposed heavy labor upon us. We cried out to the God of our ancestors, and Adonai heard our plea and saw our plight, our misery, and our oppression. Adonai freed us from Egypt by a mighty hand, by an outstretched arm, and awesome power, bringing us to this place of milk and honey. These words from this week's Torah portion, Ki Tavo, may sound familiar to you. We recite them from the Haggadah at every Passover Seder. The words were originally meant to be part of a temple ritual. Each family was supposed to take the first fruits of their harvest, put them in a basket, bring them to the temple, set them upon the altar, and repeat these words every year. When the temple was destroyed hundreds of years later, the rabbis took these words from Deuteronomy, this synopsis of our people's history, and inserted them as the central narrative of our people's most observed holiday. They chose these words because they connect us to the essence of Jewish history. We were once slaves, and now we are free. Thank you, God. They chose these words because they connect us to our central moral framework. We will not oppress the stranger because we were once strangers in a strange land. This week, the, eternal, the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, announced that the administration has decided to rescind DACA, or Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, effective in six months. The policy allows illegal immigrants who came here as minors, under 16 years old, to stay in this country, to go to school, to apply for better, more stable jobs, to visit their family members abroad, and to feel like full members of our society without the constant fear of deportation in the background of their daily lives. DACA was originally an executive action by President Obama in June of 2012, bypassing Congress, which had stalled in creating immigration reform. It was a temporary solution with the hope that the legislature would create a more permanent plan. That may also sound familiar. In that summer of 2012, I remember talking with a friend who had grown up with me in Texas. She told me that she was worried about applying for a permit. She said, once I apply, the government will know I exist. They will always be able to find me. At the time, it seemed like paranoia, especially when there were such obvious benefits to coming forward and applying. But now I hear her words differently. Perhaps she was right to fear. Today, there are nearly 800,000 DACA recipients. 222,000 of them live in California. The median age that they entered this country is six years old. 
Over a quarter of them now hold bachelor's degrees or higher, but all of them are afraid for their futures. Our local and national institutions are speaking out on this issue louder and more of a sense of solidarity than we often hear. The Religious Action Center of the Reform Movement reminded us, because of our history, Judaism demands that we welcome the stranger and compels us to work for a just immigration system. It is imperative that Congress step up in support of these young people who grew up in the United States and who want to give back to the only country they know as home. Our local Jewish Community Relations Council emphasized Jewish tradition values and dictates a faith, make support for generous and rational immigration laws and policies imperative. In order not to split up families and target hardworking immigrants for the actions of their parents, we need a path to citizenship for the 800,000 upstanding young Americans who qualify for DACA. Dartmouth professor Susanna Heschel wrote this week, my father, Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, was a dreamer too. Heschel had been deported to Poland while studying for a PhD in Berlin. Then just before the Nazis invaded, literally within weeks, he was able to immigrate to the United States with help from Hebrew Union College, our alma mater. His daughter teaches, whatever the sins of the parents, their children should never be punished. This is forbidden under Jewish law and it is inhumane. For some of us, this story is deeply personal. My father would often say on Passover, your father was a wandering Hungarian. He made his way from Budapest to Geneva to London and finally to Dallas, his promised land. It really felt that way. No matter your family background, whether your ancestors were on the Mayflower and you only recently chose to become a Jew, or if you grew up hearing endless stories of changed names at Ellis Island, or if you still remember boarding the plane in Moscow headed to New York or Tel Aviv to freedom. We always say the Haggadah text in the first person. My father was a wandering Aramean. They oppressed us. We were in Egypt and now we are in the land of milk and honey. We were all once dreamers. We were all once strangers in a strange land. We carry this story. We carry the Torah within us. And therefore, this responsibility is always with us. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>